Hey, what's up, everybody? Have I told you about Anchor yet? If I haven't, it's where this podcast that you're about to listen to was recorded. Now, Anchor is re- really the easiest way to make a podcast because they have recording and editing tools right on the app for you. They help you out with distributing out your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think about. And guess what? They even help you out with making a little bit of money on the side with your podcast. And if you're really interested in it, Go check out the anchor.fm site, or you can even download the app right off of your App Store or Google Play Store. Go check them out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And I just want to, again, welcome everybody on back. I know it's been a long time since I've recorded a podcast. As you guys know, this is definitely not my, my day job or my day my day job, as you may, you know, for whatever you, whatever that may, definition may mean to you. But it's not my, my main source of income when it comes down to it, unfortunately. I wish I can make this over to some sort of a big revenue stream or maybe my priority, my, my main job um, at some point, you know, whether if it would be with the podcast or maybe even on the radio station or something like that you know i thought you know you kind of have to speak these things into existence you know you can't just keep these things bottled in so for anybody any of you who are listening you know friends family or just if you're a listener you know i never met you before and you are listening to this thank you again thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for your support i hope you continue on and listening to this but i do continue i do plan on continuing this podcast for how, how whatever my career goes, whatever direction I go into, I, I want to continue on this podcast. Plus, it's just something for me to leave behind, even like, say, for my kids or my family later on. You can listen to this at any point. You know, it's always going to be there. You know, so um, just to get off of all that here, guys, just wanted to go ahead and give you a quick little breakdown. I am recording this on Friday. What is it? The 22nd of July, uh, 2022. It is well underway i mean there's all kinds of stuff going on when it comes down to sports there's all kinds of stuff going on in the around the world honestly uh just to kind of give you a quick update when it comes down to just stuff in general i mean with i know all these things have passed by already there's that mass shooting that happened over or the school shooting that happened in in uvalde texas uh you had another school you had another um on the fourth of july um i as stupid as they may be you know to have a, a, a mass shooting at a, at a festival, at a parade for the 4th of July, you know, the uh, Independence Day, you know, it's it just even stay saying these things, like, for one thing, I mean, it's, and it's funny, like, I never wanted to really record stuff like this on a podcast or anything like that, but being on being on a podcast and i always thought you know you have a platform when you when you're a host of a podcast or you're on a radio station or whatever you have a platform and even if you're on social media you know i kind of understand a little bit more about what that kind of means now and you have to go ahead and say when things are not right you know so things again i'm not i'm not gonna try to go in and make this uh political or anything like that but i just think that i just think it's a bad thing overall mass shootings school shootings any kind of shootings are bad even we have things going on here as well in Vegas. Um, there was been a couple shootings uh, over over at the over on Fremont Street down in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, for those of you guys who are local here to Vegas or know about Vegas, you guys know exactly where I'm talking about. Fremont Street has had a couple of shootings. Um, you know, young men ended up passing away a while back, a, a couple months ago. I want to, or maybe even like a month ago. I want to say, if that, 
and there's been changes made like these are some of the things that need to happen i know um oh god i can't even think about his name uh former raider uh ended up making a ended, ended up making a huge uh, donation he's actually from the uvalde texas area um i'll make sure to go and come up with his name and i'm gonna beat myself up for not for not knowing or not remembering this name but anyways uh this man ended up actually making a donation talked to mark uh mark, mark davis owner of the owner of the raiders and made a substantial donation to make some sort of a change for the schools over there in Uvalde, texas and those are, i mean i know that maybe people to some people they they maybe think that that's not going to do anything or whatever the case may be but it's still something doing something is better than doing nothing you know what i mean and uh, that's all I can really say when it comes down to all that stuff. Again, I don't want to get political with any of this stuff, but um, just like how you know, just using that as an example is what ha- was what's happened here in Las Vegas. You had those shootings down over in Fremont, and they increased security. They have a whole new security detail. They have more metro or police. Uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, back up there. They have a more of a presence of of them there. Uh, they have metal detectors where you're not going to be able to bring in backpacks or anything like that, any kind of weapons and stuff like that, or anything that could be used as a weapon. Uh, so definitely you feel a lot better when it comes down to stuff like that. Um, especially with myself, I have a bit of a thing. I have something coming up in August where me and the family or me and the wife and some friends are going to be down there. So it'd be nice to go to and actually feel a little bit more safe, a little bit more protected, you know, when you're just trying to have a good time, ultimately, you know, that's that's ultimately my my main thing that I have an issue with is that anytime that there's these shootings or anything like that, it's really people there for a good reason. You when, when these kids are in school, they're there to learn. You would hope, you know, you're they're there to learn and to to make friends and to to grow as people, you know, but they have to worry about potentially being shot at you know that's that's just it just doesn't make sense to me but again you know when it comes down to these uh shootings over in fremont street you have people that are there to have a good time to have some drinks you know dance or whatever you know ultimately have a good time you don't need you need you don't need the worry about potentially being shot at or potentially getting into a fight or something like that you know you you just don't need that you know overall now to get away again from all that, I wanted to go in and just make this into a bit of more happier situation. But I, I clearly wanted to just mention that I, I, with me having some sort of a platform, I know none of that was really sports related, but I live in Las Vegas, Vegas. It's, you have the Las Vegas Raiders, you have the Las Vegas Golden Knights, you have all these sports teams around here. That kind of stuff affects, you know, that ultimately when people start hearing that stuff like that goes on in the city where there is sports going on, you know, it makes it maybe a little bit uh, a little bit less enticing to go or a little bit less you know interesting to go whatever the case may be but regardless of the fact guys i just wanted to mention that just wanted to just put my two cents in there and just say that oh hopefully changes do happen and they change for the better and hopefully at some point we would not have to really worry about stuff like this going on in the world but hopefully you agree hopefully you guys uh are seeing that eye and hopefully i haven't bored too many of you guys <laughs> at this point but to get into the sports and to get into the main thing here the podcast we're just going to do a quick overview a quick update on all three of the teams going to talk to you guys about the raiders going to talk to you about the dodgers and going to talk to you guys about the lakers so just to get into it here guys we're going to get right into the raiders uh, the raiders was the first team i mentioned i, I don't know it was just that's why <laughs> They actually just started a rookie mean, uh, rookie uh, training camp, a mandatory training camp. They 
had actually a lot of presence. It wasn't just like rookies and injured players that had been reporting. Uh, now, by this point already, you have all the other players kind of reporting as well uh, to the to, to uh, training camp. And uh, so far, so so I mean, from what everybody from what everybody has been reporting, I'm not one of those uh, reporters or people who are able to be down there in the in the training facility. Unfortunately, your boy is really trying to going to get to that point, you know. But just I believe that just kind of comes with the more and more the uh, the podcast grows, the potential I have to uh, to be there. So with uh, with that being said, there guys, the some of the reports that I've been hearing coming out of the training camp is. You know, some of the surprises on the players who are participating. You have Kenyon Drake, who's out there participating. Uh, there was actually a contract restructure that I remember. I believe it was with uh, Denzel Good, if I'm not mistaken. He ended up getting his contract restructured. He was supposed to get paid somewhere like in the $3 million range. He's now getting paid closer to just a mil guaranteed and with the possibility of making incentives of up to like $4 million. So that actually, in a way, kind of maybe it works out for him. You know, maybe maybe in a sense where he can actually go ahead and make a little extra money or something like that compared to what he was uh, expected to make. Now, uh, when you look at that, a lot of people kind of think, oh, well, damn, they're just kind of thinking that he ain't worth nothing. And I'm like, in the way, maybe, yeah, like they're just kind of letting them know, like, hey, we this is how much you're expected to make. But we're, we're going to have to restructure your contract and this is how much you're going to get paid or we're going to release you. And. I, I gotta say guys I know it's I know it's bad to kind of say it this way but I like I, I know it's bad to say this but listen to my explanation I guess when I kind of when I say this though it's um what I'm gonna say though it's uh I'm liking the fact that they're like they're acting like this though, when it comes down to the front office when it comes down to Dave Ziegler and and Camp Ch- and uh, Camp Chelly there these guys are really kind of are really treating the Raiders like a business you know they're they're not they're being up front with these guys they're not being around the bush or anything like that they're not you know they're just they're, it is what it is when it comes down to it you know they understand that these guys are grown men and yes definitely new stuff like stuff like this is going to be new to them and all this and that but it's better off to just be up front and just be straight up with these guys you know because ultimately they're men just like just like them they're they're people just like them and I, I feel like a lot of the, I feel like that's one of the things that, that they have understood maybe for quite some time now, you know, maybe being around the NFL when it comes down to Dave Ziegler and Champ Kelly, these guys have, are kind of bringing a, a new, yeah, I mean, I guess a new culture, a new, a new, you know, they're, they're kind of building that a new foundation, you know, you it's already been there because they've, they've been there, but you, the, the more and more you're starting to hear these moves that they're making, these uh, the approaches that they have when it comes down to these players, when it comes down to the way that they're that they're addressing everything, you know, just when it comes down to players, when it comes down to the rookies uh, that they drafted, everything. I I've really been liking it, you know, and and of course we have to wait and see because you know these draft picks they have to go out, they have to go out there and play, they have to go and do their thing, you know. But ultimately, so far, so good. Um, let me know what you guys think when it comes down to that. When, for those of you guys who are Raider fans, definitely let me know what you think. Let me know if you agree with me, disagree, whatever the case is. But uh, so far, as far as them, I'm liking it. Now, the head coach, when it comes down to Josh McDaniels, I mean, what are, what am I going to say? Uh, we have to wait and see when it comes down to when it, when it comes down to the regular season. 
once they go out there, they play, they go to have a couple games. We'll see how the team looks. We'll see how the team kind of gets put together. You see that there is a definitely a great possibility of this team being really great. If I'm not mistaken, there was actually a report that came out when it came um, when it came down to the the playmakers rating the all 32 teams in the NFL. I want to say Raiders end up coming up in second. Uh, you know, I believe Chiefs were actually the fourth team of the NF of the AFC West. Uh, I don't know, 16th or something like that. They're rate they're ranked. That just really shows like the not not just the expectations, but you know the what's the word I'm looking for the growth that this team has kind of had, and now you really see that that it's set up to go ahead and have to that this offense is really set up to have a great season. Uh, now the defense is definitely where it's kind of lacking, or where you see where you see the most uh, holes or, or you know deficits, I guess you could say. Uh, but we'll have to go in and see what happens with, with that. I mean, I mean, I want. Uh, I've heard a lot of great things when it comes down to this new defense coordinator with Patrick Graham. Uh, you see a lot of nice pieces in there. The Raiders actually have a lot of uh, cap room. I want to say it's right around like 20 mil that they now have. And you definitely think that maybe some some of that money is going to get spread around, maybe with a couple of the of the players that they currently have, like Denzel Pyramids talking about that he uh, might be wanting might be wanting some sort of contract extension or something like that. Uh, Darren Waller still waiting on his, uh, but he hasn't really had made any kind of a noise or anything like that on holding out or anything like that. So he's uh, so he's been reporting and participating to training camp, but you definitely expect that to happen pretty soon, just because you have all these uh, other tight ends that are, you know, you don't want to say well well below him, but you know where at least Darren Waller is at least a notch above them. You know, uh, I but I want to say for sure you have to go ahead and put Darren Waller. Travis Kelsey, uh, God, who's the other guy? Oh, and George Kittle. What the hell am I talking about? Uh, those three guys definitely are in a kind of rank of their own. You have a couple dudes who are kind of right up there with them. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe knocking on the door. But those are the three top. If I if I do say so myself. And with Darren Waller, I be I I want to say he's a little bit more explosive, where he can impact your offense a little bit more, at least on the receiving side of it. You know, where the man really is a wide receiver in the tight end position, but he's so damn big and he's so damn fast for being big that you know he's such a, a hybrid when it comes down to that. But uh, so you definitely expect that to go in and happen with his contract and all that. So you are expecting to go in and hear some some sort of news on that soon. Uh, but away from all of all the Raider news and all that and away from all that we'll you know it's a whole lot of stuff I don't want to go in and continue on with it uh we'll talk really quick about the about the Dodgers and we'll talk and we'll finish up here with the Lakers so with the Dodgers here guys <laughs> what can I say uh well all-star break has kind of happened already and everything uh AL won for like what the ninth straight time in a row uh, Kershaw got a chance to pick off uh, Shohei Otani. <laughs> you know that was definitely an, an awesome thing to go and see. Uh, Gonzalez unfortunately got pretty roughed up and actually allowed the three runs that ended up coming in, the home run to uh, Giancarlo Stanton and to uh, oh god, what's his name? Uh, Byron, I believe, um, Thurman Bryan, something like that. Or no, Byron Buck Buxton. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, Byron Buxton. Uh, so if you guys got to see it, you know, you definitely got to see all that. The 
Uh, main thing going into the break, into the All-Star break that was going on is Dodgers ended up winning, what, 15 out of their last 17 games. They were absolutely on fire when it came down to it. They were at a deficit, I want to say, what, half a game to the Padres that they were only ahead of, of the Padres from a half a game. And at the break, they were, they're now ahead, what, 10 and a half, I want to say. So it's absolutely ridiculous when it comes down to that. So you definitely like the way that the that, that it's kind of been set up. You're hoping that they definitely can just continue on with it once the break is over. You know, because um they're they're the last team to go ahead and get to 30 losses. Uh, so we're at 29. Everybody else at the break is at least at 32, I want to say. And we're the first team to reach 60 wins as well. So when it comes down to it, we do have the best record in them in the leagues. You are happy to happy with that definitely want to say you're happy with that but it just reminds you a little bit of what was it 20 was it the season before or was it the season after no yeah it was it was the season that the nationals won yeah 20 was it 2019 yeah i want to i want to say it was the, the season yeah it was the season before we won or no was it after I can't, I can't remember. It was either before or after uh, we won the World Series where we faced off the Nationals in the in the first round. It was, we had the best seat. We had the best uh, record in the, in the major leagues. You know, the team was absolutely freaking on fire, but we just kind of got hit with some bad, with some bad uh, injuries right around that time. I think, I think it was last year, 2021. And... No, it must have been 2019. I don't know. Whatever, guys. My bad. I'll, I'll stop on that. But yeah, we got stopped. We got stomped on by the by the Nationals, and they ended up whooping us and this and that. And you know, so you know, you're just hoping that it's not a repeat of that of that season. You know, that that's just my main thing. I really hope it's not a repeat of that season because, damn, that, that was a big time heartbreaker. You know, you definitely saw that the, the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, Dodgers were going to go ahead and win. They they had the best season. They they have you know all the momentum going into the into the into the playoffs you know they just got hit with the injury bug right at the wrong time and they just got they just went cold you know even some people they thought that they had plenty of firepower in order to go and get it done on um, it's kind of looking like the same way this year you know it seems like some people are getting you know they're getting healthy now with the breakover and all this and that so you're hoping that you know for the second half that they can be healthy and go into the playoffs healthy and this thing and that you know, they it, what it, what even helps them out as well is if they continue on this trajectory, if they continue on like this, they are expected to be uh, the one of the four or yeah, no one of the two, sorry, in each one of the conferences in AL or NL to get the bye. So if they have the best record in the league, then they get to go in and actually rest for that first round and just wait for the winner of that round. Uh, so you, it's um you definitely like to go in and see all that when it comes down to because. I don't know. For some reason, it seems a lot of people, they kind of go back and forth with it. Some people think it's a good idea just to go right into another series because you're, you're warmed up and ready to go. Maybe with just a little bit of rest, like one or two days. Or some people think that it's a good idea to like rest up all the, like as much as you can, like a whole, you know, four or five days or whatever the case is, you know. Now, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's something that we can go and discuss or see or see what happens, you know. But um, last thing I did want to mention on the Dodgers here, guys. Uh, Juan Soto, he was uh, 
he was sighted, I believe, in center field over in Dodger Stadium. You know, a lot of people, a lot of Dodger fans out there started cheering. I actually saw it on Instagram. I started cheering, future Dodger and future Dodger just over and over again. And you definitely liked it because he ended up turning around big with a big old smile on his face and everything. So you definitely you even hear reports about that the Nationals were about to go to make him fly commercial. That they didn't even get like a nice like plane for him or anything set up, you know, for to go and head over to L.A. You know, you're like, you're like, what are you guys doing? Like, do you guys even want like you almost kind of make it you kind of almost like know that it's already going to happen, you know? And it's just like they're just waiting for the all-star break to be over in order to go in and get everything signed signed and sealed. But whatever the case is, hey, I'm just waiting for that for that news to pop up. You know, Juan Soto officially Dodger, you know, this and that. I'm really hoping that it's going to happen because that's just going to add more firepower. That's just going to add more and more to the team. You know, it's going to we're already pretty damn good as it is, you know. But again, you're just hoping that that's not going to be just too much, you know, but We'll wait and see what happens. Uh, it's gonna. It's a long season. We got a whole eighty something more to go. Is I don't know if it's an exact split of one hundred and sixty-two at the at the break, but we got a whole another half of baseball to go. Well, I'm actually gonna be again heading out there in September. Can't wait to be out there with the family and everything. So if uh, if any of you guys listen to this, definitely go ahead and hit me up. Let me know if you'll be out there too. Um, I'm be. Uh, but I'll let you know more. I'm, well, I'll be out there in September third for the Padres game on uh saturday but anyways here so let me know if you guys will be out there if you guys are listening to this friends family whatever and um so lastly here guys we're gonna be talking about the lakers <laughs> so with the lakers here guys all kinds of news huh the lakers never 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 disappoint they always got something going on they always somebody's always talking about the lakers something's always being mentioned with the lakers right what can i start off with <laughs> Um, well, one of the things that I had really been waiting to talk about and I've been waiting to get more information on or to see if something else would come up on is uh, Jeannie Buss's tweet. If you guys have read it, um, I don't have it right in front of me, but it was something along the lines like, you know, that she really misses Kobe, uh, you know, that she would would want like not only just like, you know, because of the friendship and everything but you know like he understood certain things about like you know self over team and this and that you know that she would be able to or that he would be able to help her out with uh you know certain decisions that she's not really too too well equipped to go in and deal with or stuff like that you know and you you kind of you're kind of thinking like like what like what is like are you trying to say like maybe that there's that, that there's somebody on the team currently that you don't have like that like and I mean, obviously, you can read it as like she definitely misses Kobe. You know, we all miss Kobe, and but you can definitely understand that she misses Kobe on a whole nother level. You know, like she pretty much grew up with the dude, pretty much was around. I mean, was around his entire career. You know, all this and that. You know, and you could definitely understand that maybe Kobe would be the type of person to be like, "Hey, Gene, what's going on? Hey, Gene, you know, like kind of make helping her understand like." the differences between making one decision and another uh maybe maybe on this Kyrie and Russ trade or maybe on going the other direction with getting more role players or whatever the case is you know uh, you know on certain decisions I can I can definitely understand that but the thing that really pops a question in my head is isn't that why you have Rob Palenka in there why isn't that why you have Kurt Rambis 
isn't that we also maybe have your brothers there? You know, they're a little bit more. Um, they're, they 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 know a little bit more basketball, don't they? And don't you have Braun? Like Braun is is easily one of the one one of the people that you can put that kind of trust in. I mean, maybe he's maybe not because he steered you in the wrong direction the year before with the whole rusting. But if you're willing to kind of, I don't know. Uh, it's a it's a weird thing like when i really kind of try to put myself in in their situations and and tell myself like hey if i'm genie like tell like bro like hey bro i know <laughs> if it fucks me up trying to trying to think about it like hey dude i know you fucked up on this on this rest one but let's talk it out <laughs> let's talk out this other trade you know <laughs> maybe not exactly like that but <laughs> it really gets me tripping out thinking like hey you know that's how the conversation would go but you know, I'm thinking in some sort of sense, like, that's kind of like how the conversation should be going, though, right? Like, like, hey, Bron, you know, like, things didn't go maybe all that well or how we planned with the rest thing. Like, hey, do we do we really want to run that back or do we really want to, like, you know, what what direction are we going? Are we going in the Kyrie direction? Or maybe it's that Genie is, is, is at that I already did ask him and, you know, they're on that. They want Kyrie because it sounds like some of the reports have been going like that's what the route that they want to go in, you know, at least from Braun's perspective or something like that. But of course, he hasn't said anything. But, you know, you kind of think that based upon what happened last season and based upon what's kind of some of the reports that have been going on lately. And then there you have that whole thing with uh, with Russ and his agent and everything and his agent talking about that. You know, he, he was convincing or trying to convince him that staying with L.A. was going to be the best thing for him. And I bet and that Russ was really not feeling that. So when it comes down to that, you really start to think, is Genie like, I don't know. Is Genie really trying to, like, not hear what Braun has to say anymore because of what happened with, with Russ? And if that's the case, like, I mean... You can't back down now, like when it comes down to, like if you have to be all or in, all or nothing. In some cases, I think you know when it comes down to like if, if you're gonna be up front and be considering what your players are saying or your main superstars are saying, then stick with it. With it, don't don't try to flip flop back and forth, you know. But you know, all in all, I don't. I think some people kind of read reading a little too much into it, but and and. In all reality, I think it's just a sense of she she really misses Kobe in the sense of just a person to just talk, you know, and, and a person that would just be able to consult and like, give her good advice on, on like things to do. And just to get off of that and just to get right into the main things that we were talking about, about that, you know, being the Russ and Kyrie trade and everything that's going on with that, guys. <laughs> The latest reports have been kind of coming up that if it is going to be something with the Nets and Kyrie, that it might be involving Joe Harris or maybe uh, Seth Curry. Then you got uh, you got Russ and maybe like two first rounds. And if I feel like if that's the case, even if they got to include maybe THT or something like that, and you can get maybe even something else from the Nets on that, then cool. But Ultimately, you're getting Kyrie freaking Irving, man. Like this dude says, he wants to be a Laker. This guy, this guy was a Kobe. Like he loved Kobe. He loved Kobe, man. And you think he's gonna go? Like I don't know. I get, I get how some people are thinking. Like, oh, what if this dude's not all about basketball? What if basketball is not his main priority? Blah 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 blah. 
I get it. But dude, if it wasn't for the for all that all this COVID stuff, if it wasn't for the pandemic, and as of right now, we don't have to worry about it. You know, knock on wood and everything and all that. You know that our fingers crossed that we don't have to worry about that anymore, or at least for the for the I don't know. Hopefully that we don't have to worry about it no more. You know. And if that is the case, then I mean, sh- shit, you got you got Kyrie freaking Irving for 82 freaking games, you know. But even even if it is that that comes back, you know, the whole pandemic and you get these game restrictions for him and this and that, and say he can only play half, like then okay, like still, I I I know I don't I don't mean any disrespect. I don't want to make it seem like I'm putting shame on Russ or anything like that, but I would still take. Kyrie over rest in that situation just because of the fit just because you already know and I, I just because even with the with the roster that we got right now we roll out the roster that we got right now I don't think it's gonna work out I I maybe we'll make the playoffs maybe we'll win a first round or something like that but I think we won't even make it out the west to be honest with you guys I don't really think we'll make it out the west it's uh, especially with the way how you see the Suns are. Um, I actually made a mistake, and I think I actually talked to one of my coworkers, and I thought, and I could have sworn I heard that that Aiden, DeAndre Aiden from the uh, the Suns, actually went to the Pacers, but uh, it sounds like he actually resigned with the Suns. And so with him resigning with the Suns, and the Suns looking like a, pretty much they're gonna roll out the same kind of team back again. You see that they're going to be a, 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 you know, a heavy hitter. You see that definitely the the Warriors are going to be a heavy hitter again. And you see that Dallas is going to be a heavy hitter. You know, but um, just overall, in my opinion, I don't see that the Lakers will be a team that can make it out the West if they if they roll out this type of a team. Now, with the Kyrie Irving trade and, and all that, I can definitely go in and see it. You know, so it's um, definitely going to be an interesting thing to go ahead and see if if the Lakers are able to go to make this kind of a trade. If they can work something out with the with the Nets, it would be absolutely incredible to go ahead and see what LeBron and Kyrie are able to go ahead and do now at this point in their career. You add Anthony Davis as that third piece, you know, compared to how LeBron and Kyrie have been able to do it before when they had Kevin Love. Uh, before even with even Kyrie and and LeBron, you had LeBron and Wade with Chris Bosh. You could definitely say that Anthony Davis is maybe a better third third star than any of those two, comparing them to Chris Bosh and Kevin Love. And definitely no disrespect to any of them, but especially if you had that Anthony Davis that was from that 2020 year in the bubble, uh, you know, going up against Miami. If you have that kind of AD, at least for the majority of the season. You could definitely see that Kendrick Perkins would be speaking definitely facts when it's when when it's when it comes down to him winning MVP this upcoming season. Now that I'm gonna leave it on that there, guys. I'm gonna close out the podcast. I'm gonna be leaving you guys on that. If you guys can, if you guys agree with me and, and Kendrick Perkins with Anthony Davis potentially being MVP this upcoming season, let me know what you think. I'm gonna cut it, kind of cut it short there when it comes down to all that. But uh, I'll be talking more later on this week. I actually talked about all three teams here today. Uh, later on in the week, or actually, well, next week, if anything, I'll be talking to you guys a little bit about each team. You know, that way, so I'm keeping you up to date with everybody. But we'll kind of mix it up here and there. So until next time, though, guys, I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Hope you enjoy your Friday. But until next time, though, guys, peace.